0: After four games played in the 2017-18 Premier League season, we wave goodbye to our first manager of the campaign, Frank De Boer. Today, we congratulate all 20 current managers for surviving longer than the Dutchman. Hello and welcome to Toll Football Podcast. I'm Decan Harrier. Joining me, as always, Andrew Conway. Hello. Uh, We're just going to move straight to the news, you know, I just wanted to congratulate all the (laughs) the managers.
1: I've been watching a lot of classic football recently on YouTube because there is is a lot of good matches on there.
0: Did Frank De Boer show up?
1: Oh, he did. (coughs) He did multiple times. I watched uh, a match between Barcelona and Arsenal in uh, 1999 at the New Camp, which was a very strange match.
0: What Was it a friendly? No, it was
1: group stages. Champions League versus group stages. Because back then there was two stages of groups. So everyone basically played big sides every year if you were in the Champions League. And uh, Gilles Grimondi getting sent off for uh, hacking Pep Guardiola. Nice. Um,
0: It's always good just to watch an old match and you see someone who is now like a highly regarded manager...
1: Luis Enrique scoring an awful scrappy goal after kicking Alex Manninger in the head, the goalkeeper first on that day. Uh, Ray Parler, you know, Sylvia and Ray Parler. But uh, Frank de Boer was there. He gave away a penalty. That's all we got to say about yeah. Frank de Boer. <laughs> that was <Frank> de Boer. <laughs>
0: Anyway, the, into the actual Premier League news from this season. Uh, Liverpool continue their winning start with a 2-1 victory over Leicester. But Alisson has kind of come under fire for the manner in which he conceded the goal.
1: I liked... Yeah, it was silly. It, was, <laughs> it a silly. was silly, yeah. It was silly, but then it happened multiple times over the weekend uh, and it was not really punished. I, it happened very obviously in uh, Arsenal Cardiff when Jack kicked the ball at Harry Arter and Harry somehow Arthur, Arthur, yeah. Harry Arter missed. It also That's happened bad. in the Man United Burnley match, where they pa- which they don't do often when their Man United team were passing it back to, to David De Gea and he kind of just hit it sideways and like No Burnley player was pressing, I know, so it, no one got to it and I think Lindelof recovered the ball then. So that was a nothing, that also could have been punished and it also happened in the Spurs match when uh, Michel Vorm kicked the ball out from a corner from a goal kick, which was something special to watch. Nice. <laughs> Poor Vorm. Um, but yeah, you're right, it was punished and it was... It happens, I suppose. When you yeah, play. I just
0: found it kind of ridiculous the amount of people that were coming out, like, criticising Alisson for it. Like, Klopp, I think, said afterwards, like, oh, I'm glad he's got yeah. his first mistake Klopp, out of the way. Klopp
1: dealt with it well, because he, he said, I'm glad it, it's happened now. And, you know, not because it's out of the way, but he was like, we have to learn from this. They were giving them the ball too many times. They weren't playing it correctly. They were like, he used the outball now. Give it to the keeper. Give it to the keeper. He'll, he'll fix our problems. And they can't rely on that. And the centre half pair was it Joe Gomez and yeah it was Joe
0: Gomez and Virgil uh, van, van Dijk. van
1: Dijk and then Matej came on later on in the match. We kind of showed you like he he was fed up with the way they were playing at the back of just constantly giving it back to the keeper, putting the keeper under pressure. Because Liverpool were so like they weren't great in that match. Like that, like Liverpool's performances aren't at the top level at the moment, but they're winning. And that's kind of what they have to be. Yeah, they that's what they need to do. The that's positive start for them. It is, but like Leicester weren't really like le- the quality of Leicester is like hit such lows since the no, but like away, you know, this is a team that won the league three years ago,
0: which is mad. Every time it's yeah.
1: said, and a lot of the team is still there. Like Morgan, the captain, is still there. Kasper Schmeichel is still there. No, Robert Huth. Robert Huth is gone, and obviously Vardy is. He was suspended for yeah. this match, but like their new number ten, Morrison.
0: Yeah, or Madison.
1: Madison, sorry, More, I'm thinking Morrison from Cardiff. But Madison, you know, he seems to have a good kick of the ball. He seems to he's be done
0: all right. But like people are talking up, like oh, he's the next thing for England. You know, no. he's exactly what they're missing. He's like oh, he's been well. League, been four he could four be games. in. He could be in the yeah, future. Been but has for,
1: for now. I look at that, and that was, that's the team that won the league three years ago. That was in the Champions League and performing well two years ago.
0: Quarterfinals, like.
1: Yeah, and did very well in Atlético. Yeah,
0: almost knocked out Atlético.
1: Exactly. And it's very hard to knock out Atlético after sacking your manager as well. Yeah. Great Shakespeare. Shakespeare. Great Shakespeare. God, what a man. But now, like you look at that team, and that team will be lucky to finish in the top ten with that squad of players. Let alone the manager they have in Canada I think there's
0: like there's been a, a lot of talk of the last two years of just a complete dearth of mid-table teams in the yeah. Premier League. But Leicester are that quintessential mid-table yeah. team right now.
1: But that's unfortunate for them because considering they did make that big leap forwards, and yeah. couldn't.
0: It just shows like how <coughs> amazing of a season they had. Oh yeah,
1: and how bad a season everyone else yeah. had. <laughs> It's kind of disgraceful. Yeah, because
0: the following season, like that was when Pep, Pep came into Man City. Uh, the following season first probably season. just as bad, to be honest. Yeah, but like Conte came into Chelsea yeah. and they got 93 points Yeah, or but they won like by
1: default almost because nobody else could yeah. cope with it. Switched to three at the back and five. But it showed that
0: change was happening Yeah, uh, yeah. at the top clubs. So they kind of made sure Leicester couldn't uh, rise up or someone like Leicester rise up again.
1: But to, to round up the point on Liverpool, this isn't... A carrier situation this isn't a sign of Mignolet he's going to make 10 mistakes a season and give away 10 goals this is it was a goal that doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of yeah they still because, won the match so. yeah they still won the match it was only a one back from two Leicester couldn't really do anything about it and Liverpool were relatively in control I know there was some dodgy moments later on in the match where there was pressure put on the, the back line but
0: that's um, going to happen when you're away from home and 2-1 up late right yeah, in the game on
1: a hot day in day, you know, the lunchtime kickoff when the other team is quite well rested.
0: Yeah. But then, the thing about the incident as well is like, the it incident. was, yeah, the incident with Allison anyway, is like, it's not the fact that he went to do a Cruyff turn in his box, it's it the fact that he didn't even like, get connect with the ball properly, yeah. so like, that's kind of why it all just went so wrong and then Joe Gomez doesn't really offer himself, like he probably could have passed it to Joe Gomez, but yeah. Joe Gomez isn't exactly looking for it either, so, mm. You know, it takes two to tango there. It's complacency. Can yeah, absolutely it was. complacency
1: on everyone's part. And like Klopp was very handled it very well. He wasn't gonna blame, like it's obviously he was without you know, it's the player's fault. There's no that's as as obvious a mistake that leads to a goal as you're going to get. And Alisson while not well he has been rated in his first few matches, he's not I don't think he's been that overly impressive. He's made some good saves. He's a big guy. You know, he knows how to, you know, he's not a small, lightweight. He's not like David Hay when he came to the country. He he is a big He man. fills the goal. Yeah, and he has the command in place and he has, you know, he seems to have good language skills or communication skills with his teammates. So it's early days for it. I wouldn't be that worried that's happened. And probably Klopp is right that, you know, it's probably good that it happened now and not in a bigger match, not when they were the law or... Yeah, they they really no consequence
0: to yeah. it, absolutely. At all. So they're fortunate that matter.
1: Again, we'll see whether it happens later on.
0: And then also continuing their winning run, uh Watford uh beat Tottenham yeah. uh some, what'd you call it lunchtime on a Sunday?
1: It was even e- uh, evening so, Sunday. No, they played four o'clock. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, lunchtime. <play. coughs> it's lunchtime uh, somewhere. Yeah, I suppose it is. It's lunchtime in the States. Um yeah, I've been saying this for a while, that it's been Tottenham or Jew a beating. They've been playing badly, they've like, not badly, because they've just beaten Manchester United.
0: But even home. when they beat Man United, it wasn't... They were awful awesome ba- in the first yeah.
1: half. They could have been done easily in the first half in the if, match. If Lukaku
0: scores that amaz- am- like, easy opportunity, yeah. it could be a completely different story.
1: Yeah. But in other matches of the season, like against Fulham, like that result was a 3-1 in the end. Yeah,
0: Fulham, that- they let Fulham back into the yeah, game. Yeah, but
1: that, that 3-1 result flattered Spurs. They weren't that better. They weren't that much better than Fulham.
0: Yeah, and on the opening day, like Newcastle probably deserved something from that they match do, as so, yeah. well.
1: And you see, and you you pair that like mediocre performance with the tiredness that these players must be feeling throughout the, throughout the team, their complete reliance on Harry Kane and you know Eric Ali Deli Ali to try and create chances, and then that defense eventually getting pressure put on it enough for it to buckle. And you you can't play that high tempo pressing game all the time through a World Cup, through into the next season without having these type of matches. Yeah, and they're going to be tired. Yeah, and unfortunately for them, it's happened. Well, I don't know which way you want to look at. Not against an immediate rival. It didn't happen against United, but it's happening against Watford. And almost that's worse for Spurs and their mentality. Because Spurs have this habit of Spursing things up. Of They went to United and they got the victory. and Yeah, they, they
0: finally win at Old Trafford. And then, comfortably.
1: And comfortably. And they're all, everyone's celebrating them and lauding them and the way they play. And all these players are fantastic. They they challenge for the title now and, yeah, all that. and all that. And then they go and they play Watford, who were themselves... Not tired, but you know they're they're riding the crest of a wave. Like it, they know it's going to end soon. It's just inevitable; it's going to end soon. And then they show up and just without
0: come from behind as well. Yeah, I guess but I they mean. didn't
1: they didn't look stretched. Watford at any time, even when they went ahead, like they weren't dismantled the way that you might expect the side in mid table to be dismantled by a top six side. It was it was disappointing the performance from Spurs as you're going to see this season. I'd say considering the, what they did on. The second half of Monday night's match against Manchester United. Uh, but
0: the good news for Spurs is, uh, son, Young Min Son has uh, taken part in the uh, Asian Asian games,
1: games under twenty three Korean size. They
0: beat Japan in the Won final. Japan
1: under twenty three. So we have to make this. Yeah, it's not the full international yeah. side. They You're are right. the junior sides with a few extra players.
0: It's like Neymar winning the, the gold the Olympics, medal for yeah. Brazil in in Rio. Yeah, Uh Min Son can finally be compared to uh, Neymar at last. Yeah. Uh, but that means he won't he avoids military service yeah he'll be exempt from military service which is good news for Tottenham because they seriously need him it looks like
1: well Lucas did pretty well Lucas Moura who looks about 55 years old but apparently is only 25 (laughs) (laughs) like the Brazilian they signed PSG last year he seems to you know started to adapt he played well against Man United he offers pace the way that Son does as well but this time more on the right hand side so Maybe them both being in the same side might help Spurs be more balanced.
0: Yeah, they might not have to rely on Harry Kane as much. Well, uh, I found that even last season, but they might be able to rest him.
1: Yeah, well, I'm not sure about resting Harry Kane because I think they are still over. They have no replacement for Harry Kane. No one near. Fernando, you is he
0: still there? He's still there. He came. Didn't he come on? Or he was on the bench? I have
1: no recollection of Fernando. He was definitely on the bench. Out of my whole memory.
0: Decent player in his day.
1: Oh yeah, fantastic. Won the World Cup. Don't get that wrong. You know, I think he scored in the World Cup at some point. I don't remember that. He definitely played in the World Cup. I don't recall that at he all. He definitely won the Euros.
0: Okay, let's <laughs> we'll settle for that. Yeah,
1: he, he has won silverware. You know, he's played in the Europa League final, I think. he won the Champions League with Juventus. He, yeah. Oh no, Juventus didn't win the Champions League. He was in the he final. He was in the though. final, Juventus. You know, Ronaldo replaced him, if you want to look at it in the long term. <laughs> yeah, just a few years later. <laughs> just a <few> years <laughs> They <later>. finally <laughs> found their place for a few years. They couldn't fill his boots <laughs> of the team. And they eventually got Ronaldo to come in and do it for him. Um, yeah, so...
0: <laughs> you've, you've lost your point there it's a uh, yeah it's a uh, Spurs is spurs, up no. no but I to talk about the it. way they're
1: playing up front in that Harry Kane can't be replaced so okay how do we lessen the burden Harry Kane you have more, Lucas Moore in there who's basically doing the job Sun was it on the right hand side Sun does on the left hand side play both of them play a more conventional four-three-three. You you probably are going to have to drop one of the more attacking players from your your. manage th- you three probably lose field. Dele and Deli or that. Ericsson Probably Deli Alley, you're right. Yeah. Think, or maybe drop Deli Alley back to deep, and I wouldn't
0: trust him there. But much. where, oh, where does Musa Sissoko fit in all of this? Is
1: he still at Spurs as I
0: believe so. Uh,
1: yeah, because they only got rid of one youth player, didn't they, over the summer? They didn't even get manage to sell anyone.
0: They loaned out Callum Edwards, wasn't it? Or something like that. <laughs> yeah,
1: that was the one youth player they managed to get rid of.
0: Watford, one of the few clubs who actually made more of a profit than Tottenham last summer as well, because really? they sold Richardson and didn't really spend.
1: Good for what? I can't think
0: of any player they brought in.
1: Ponzi family.
0: Is it Ponzi? Yeah, the, they also own Mudanese. Yeah,
1: and uh, Real Mallorca, is
0: it? I don't know. Do they still own a Spanish club? I can't remember which one it was. But I don't think they own them anymore. Or at okay. least not as... Did you see the news about Ronaldo? What's Brazilian
1: it? Ronaldo? He's bought some club.
0: Real uh, Valladolid, who oh, just Valladolid. got promoted yeah. to La Liga again. Yeah. He's, now, he's just bought them. Yeah, he's 50, 51%. Yeah,
1: but is he like a named... He's a, uh, yeah, he's, he's a head he could of consortium be. kind of Mile Queen job <laughs> Yes, Mile Quinn has spent 200 million pounds in Sunderland
0: Well, I don't know uh, did Ronaldo quite spend 200 million but yeah that was an odd sure thing he in has the news. a bit of money I'm sure he does but I don't know does he have 200 million of
1: that, you know carnival money Yeah, uh, serious money
0: no, I don't know but then the, the <laughs> final topic of the news uh, the FIFA best player uh, shortlist or nominees were uh, announced today no no Messi for the first time since 2006, if you want to include Ballon d'Or in that, I think
1: yeah, they were the same for a while. Yeah, they... FIFA for people who don't know, FIFA World Player of the Year is the it's existed since the 90s. I believe the mid 90s is when it was inaugurated. I forget who won the first one. Maybe Ruth Holland or someone like that won the first one. Or Stoichkov or Romario. One of those players won it. Sedan won a bunch of them. Ronaldo, Brazilian Ronaldo, won a bunch of them. You know, things like that happened with it, basically. And at some point, FIFA tried to buy Ballon d'Or, and they bought Ballon d'Or off France Football, and then they became one trophy. And that's when all this, like, oh, I want to win the Ballon d'Or kind of thing came up. And then Ballon d'Or decided to, France Football decided to end their relationship with FIFA after a certain amount of time. And it they was separated not, not that long ago, either.
0: It was only it was like two or three years, years, years ago, yeah. ago, yeah.
1: And they separated each other, and now the Ballon d'Or is there on one side, and then FIFA. still voted. But the Ballon d'Or is now voted similarly to the way the FIFA... World Player of the Year FIFA World Player of the Year as I believe or previously was voted that the manager of an international side plus the captain of that international side get a vote and then the, the votes are tabulated and then that the winner is that
0: So who do you think uh, Martin O'Neill is going for Mohamed Salah Cristiano Ronaldo or Luka Modric No they can vote
1: for anybody that's the thing
0: no, but there's only three. Who do you think he went? No, for? but they. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, yeah, no, but they could
1: vote for anybody. Like I remember, Richard Jordan got nominated at one point by the Irish manager. I Deservedly was, so. It was like whoever it was at the time. I, I don't
0: think you can vote for someone in your. Oh, you can. From, can you? you? Can.
1: No, of course, you can. I thought that was the. No, no, no. It's not the Eurovision. You can. You can. You can <laughs> it of kind course. of is though. You can, of course, because then you had like, like you, know, you remember you used to have Messi and you could see his votes. He voted for his Barcelona teammates. Like, yeah, but know. I
0: don't think you can, uh, I don't think you can vote for your national. You can't vote for yourself, and you can't vote for. Uh, can you
1: not vote for yourself? I don't think you no, can vote for yourself. Ronaldo was probably voted for himself at some point.
0: I think if Ronaldo had voted for, for himself, we would hear that every year. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but the um, three, the three uh, main nominees are Salah, Modric, and Ronaldo.
1: Yeah, a bit of a disgrace.
0: It's just, it's just like Messi. <laughs> like last week, Messi be... didn't win anything. Well, he won La Liga. He won La Liga, and he won the Copa del Rey, but he did, he poor Almost performance. Single handedly, yeah, that's the thing. But it was poor performance in Champions yeah, League but he for wasn't Barcelona. Poor. He wasn't four. Yeah, he was Dragon versus along with him. Yeah, that's he the thing. was doing his best. But apparently, in uh, team team uh, trophies are only won by individuals these days. Yeah. So Messi cannot be nominated. because So he didn't why is, win where's the French player? The yeah, that's the thing. There's no French World Cup player. Where's uh, where Mbappe? I Mbappe suppose.
1: won uh, Ligue 1, and uh, he won the domestic treble. I think with with uh, Paris Saint-Germain after the previous year he had won the same thing or he'd won the league at least
0: Luka Modric seems to be the one that's uh, their this world a, cup the performance Ryan Giggs
1: vote like Ryan Giggs winning the PFA player of the year and he was like nearly 40 yeah I that like why that's a disgrace <laughs> he's done nothing
0: that's more of a yeah yeah that was an odd one but, but that's,
1: that's what it's going to be like in fairness to him like Modric's probably you know
0: it's more of a lifetime achievement award yeah
1: but that isn't what it is
0: that's kind of what it is then for Ronaldo. Send you to
1: Messi every year because Messi's still better than Madrid every single year. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's my like, uh, yeah, <clears throat> point. I think Messi's still been like better. But Messi and Ronaldo
1: are better than. Gareth Bale scored a bicycle kick in the Champions League final. <laughs>
0: yeah, but he's been injured for a while. He scored
1: years. a bicycle kick in the Champions League and scored a winning <laughs> goal in the Champions League final. What more do you want from the guy? And he scored a long range goal in the same match. People still hate him. I don't think people hate no, him. No, but, but people look. at Madrid don't. You know, Kareem Benzema is scoring this season. After not scoring for several years, basically, of a apart, apart from the Champions League yeah. semi-final, and final, but now people are like, "Oh, Kareem Benzema is an amazing player. He's a great player. You know, Lapetegi's brought him back to his best." And like, but Gareth Bale has scored ninety-three goals <laughs> in five years, which isn't a great return, but all the goals he scored have been like important. Yeah, but I don't As know. As opposed to Ronaldo you, scoring five goals against. Considering some
0: team. how how little he's played over the year, I don't think you could put Gareth Dale on this list either. He's
1: going to voice kick the Champions League final. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> like in history, like no one's going to lose. In fairness, Lukic Modric, great player he has been, and people may not like this, but no one's going to remember Luka Modric. They're going to I remember think remember will be... No, they're not.
0: I think he'll be in
1: in thirty years' time. They will show highlights from the Champions League in two thousand and seventeen, eighteen. And they'll show, they'll show Ronaldo's bicycle kick against Juventus, and they'll show Carius' complete missile. <laughs> no, but then that and boils then down show to the bicycle
0: kick. But then that boils down to the people who win the Ballon d'Or are just the people who score goals.
1: No, it's like the. Technically that's, it should that, be the best player of the year. Exactly, it Fran- so that's Ballon d'Or why Luka used to Modric. Because he used to be really weird. The France football people used to pick weird people. Like Michael Owen in 2001 was a weird choice. No, but that's why they won it, it the UEFA Modric. Cup and they gave it to Michael Owen. Imagine who won the UEFA Cup last season at Let's Come Madrid. Imagine, like Griezmann. To- no, but like it would be more obscure than Griezmann. Like imagine if they gave it to uh, what's the name of the other Saul? Or someone like that.
0: Yeah, Saul Niguez.
1: Or giving it to Diego Costa or someone that would have been that would have been the equivalent. Or when they gave it to Kevin Keegan twice. Don't be knocking Ke- Kevin Keegan on no, this No, but like, you had you had it. obvious ones, like when they gave it to Ruud Hollett a bunch of times, they gave it to Cruyff a bunch of times, gave it to Platini a bunch of times, gave it to Zidane a bunch of times. But like, you always had weird ones.
0: Well, that's why it's good to see Luka Modric um, nominated. Michael
1: winning it 94, I think.
0: Yeah, but that's why we want to see Modric there, because he's not going to score goals. But, yeah, but he's still a fantastic player to,
1: yeah I understand and I, I love Modric he think he's a fantastic player he ran more than anyone else in the World Cup and he's 30 whatever 2 or 34 34 he's yeah. facing prison time
0: <laughs> he's for won, that alone he should be he's won 4 he Champions have.
1: Leagues he's won 2 La Ligas I think or is it just one. I think it's just 1 La Liga 1 La Liga a bunch of Copa del Reyes he's won the Club World Cup it's 2 will or
0: 3 will be 4 times, times, yeah. times
1: when they win it this year uh you know, he's led, he's held that team together. And
0: considering six months into his Real Madrid career, he was voted the worst ever Real Madrid signing by Real Madrid fans. Yeah, but that's Real Madrid fans. I know, but you that's know. that's where he was. <clears throat>
1: They're a fickle bunch when they start voting online. Like, like they were, most. people were booing Ronaldo at different times in his career at Real Madrid. You know, and he's just scored them. How many a bucket full of goals? Or 450 year. goals? His record goal scorer. Like I know, it might be overtaken in in years to come by someone else we don't even know about yet. But you know, they're a fickle bunch. Modric is probably going to win. I hope he does win because you know, if you are going to this, you know. If you are going to do this whole, okay, Modric's team got won the Champions League and got to the World Cup final. He held both of those teams together. Through and he won the Golden
0: Ball at the World Cup as well. Yeah, because they
1: lost the final. That's how it goes. That's another, you know, I big can, fallacy of the
0: won, If they won the World Cup, I would have still seen him getting it. If they won
1: the World Cup, he definitely would have won it. But, that, but that's not the point. The point is, Messi is still better than them. Ronaldo is still better than him So if you want the best individual player in a team sport, which kind of doesn't make sense anyway, we we could go into it for a very long time. Yeah. That, you know, individual trophies for the best player in because you can make an argument that Modric is the best player in the world because he holds those players, those teams together. Maybe he is because he does that. But you can make the argument that who won the Loris is the best player in the world because even though he makes loads of mistakes and gets done for drink driving, or whatever else he gets done for he held together a World Cup winning side as captain. He led them. Or maybe it's uh Benjamin Mendy and he didn't even play last year because he he championed the morale of that Man City team that went on and won the league. <laughs> and he
0: didn't so. play any matches. And he
1: didn't play any matches by like the first couple to the end of the season. You know, we could go into that but we don't understand the dynamics of it. All we have is to look at the play on the field and we have you have two main metrics of it and one is trophies, which is why Ronaldo, Modric and Salah although Salah,
0: Salah didn't actually yeah, end up winning anything.
1: You presume that's sound uh block voting from no, minority. He, he did, he did and do the fact very that Liverpool, well. You know, got to a Champions League final. Those two combined together. Like you often get, maybe like this isn't like you say Manchester United teams in 98, 99, nine, two thousand with the individual votes where you had like David Ginola winning because the Man players crossed each other out in the voting. I don't think you have that this year. So you can you don't have like But I think that might be Where Salah got in Is because players Okay Who was the best player this year Okay I'll say Ronaldo Because he's Ronaldo I'll say Modric Because Champions League World Cup final And then Who's my third vote Who had the best year And then they go Mo Salah scored 40 goals got, to, yeah. got the team to Champions League final You know Brought Egypt to the World Cup Didn't do very well at the, After either of those events Reached their terminus But You know He did that So that's who I'm going to vote for I just like it's a bit of a joke if if it's, they're a bit of a joke in general but if you know Messi is clearly better than everyone else like we're not even going to talk about Spanish football today but la, like yesterday uh, Barcelona won 8-2 played crap and they won 8-2 and Messi scored two goals set up another two goals and then had a could have taken a penalty in the 93rd minute for a hat-trick and like no I don't care
0: <laughs> yeah, he's he, yeah. Like it's...
1: that's just better. He's just better than everyone else. You know, that's you like he hit a volleyed left, a left-footed volley pass forty yards through six players yesterday. That he didn't mean to hit because his first pass attempt got blocked. So he just volleyed the rebound and it went through everybody to the player he's looking for. Yeah, he's, like he's yeah. better than everybody else. It's... Even if he's having his his moments where he's rubbing his head and he's getting sick inside the pitch, and he's obviously psychological like, 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 pressure of having a whole nation. On his back during the World Cup It's a bit too much for him He's still better than everyone else <laughs> He still scored that goal against Nigeria He still set up Like almost set up an equaliser Or maybe not Yeah Was it an equaliser in the 4 Was a 4-3 France? Or yeah 4-3 in then You know He lobbed in a ball in the last minute Could have gone in And then ultimately decided to end the match for them all Like <clears throat> He is that good when he You know he Not even when he wants to be He is just always that good <laughs> It's not a case That he's inconsistent Because he's not He's that good How many goals did Messi scored last year? I
0: don't know More than anybody you know. else
1: That's how many goals He scored <laughs>
0: Not more than Ronaldo
1: Did he not score More than Ronaldo?
0: No, Ronaldo won the Top scorer in Champions League And La Liga last did season it? Yeah Despite uh, Not scoring yeah, His first goal like Until October goal.
1: Yeah, five goals in a bunch of matches He the end of the took season.
0: 48 shots Before he scored Or something <laughs> like
1: that You know He's in God loves a tryer <laughs>
0: Uh, well, with that, we will end the news. Uh, Join us for after the break for part two.
1: It's Ronaldo. Oh, he's done it. He has only gone and done it! Cristiano Ronaldo! Sensational free kick!
0: The Champions League draw, uh, group stage draw, took place in Monaco last Thursday. And uh, what did you make of the draw?
1: Uh, it's a... Um... I was uh, I had a bit of concern going into it. I was afraid there was going to be a load of dead rubber ties, and especially with our, the new you know, kind of match-up.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's the first year with this new qualification system whereby basically all the big teams from the big leagues go through automatically. Like is that what happened last year as well? No, this is the first year where Italy get four, Germany get four, England and Spain get four, all automatically through. So that's yeah. half the field right there, yeah. automatically qualified from four divisions. And I think...
1: What about France? I think
0: France get two in a qualifier. Oh, okay.
1: Because
0: <coughs> there's Monaco, Lyon, and obviously PSG hmm. in it this year. So, it, it, it yeah, there's... It made, con- the rich get richer. In the yeah, exactly. There is that concern, although it did end up uh, with one really odd group. I, I wonder what were the odds of a group like Group D happening this year with Lokomotiv Moscow, Porto, Schalke, and Galatasaray. Like the- well, it's wide
1: open in fairness to the group, but whoever, whoever comes out of that group would be the everyone's pick for the yeah it seat. was
0: kind of disappointing to see a lot of people kind of both give out about this new uh, seating system with the that we just, just talked about no we're not getting open seating. it's so good
1: <laughs> open seating and no country restrictions I want Atletico Real Madrid Barcelona and who's it's,
0: uh, it's, uh, Valencia
1: Valencia I want them all in one group no, I, 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 I'm not, a, I'm not. I want a them. But group. it's,
0: it's, it's disappointing when everyone gave out about this, the seating we talked about, where 16 teams from four groups come in, and then you see a, a, a group like Group D, and everyone gives out about it because it's not interesting.
1: But it is, inter- I like I find that interesting. I have a big problem. With locomotive Moscow being rated as the top, as the as a top-seeded team when the likes of well, Inter and Liverpool. Just, Liverpool got to the final last year
0: yeah well you're just going to have to look at the coefficients like uh, but
1: Liverpool got to the final last
0: year yeah but Locomotive Moscow are a champion and it is called the Champions League so
1: no I yeah but you, you, you're you playing it's, you're a hypocrite one way or the other because you're playing Celtic were champions Celtic are Celtic are
0: yeah, but it's they about the... In the
1: they're in, are they in the Europa League? Yeah, they're in the Europa yeah, League. Yeah, they qualify
0: but, but it's about the coefficients. Like, this, this rule came in 2014, I think, whereby the top... It was the top seven at the time, uh, league champions all go into the first pot.
1: Yeah, which, by coefficient. Yeah, but then you're saying coefficient. their coefficients based on their performance in these tournaments. And I we were talking before we went on air that, like... Netherlands surely.
0: No, the the, the, the I, Dutch teams have not had a good few years.
1: But they've like knocked out Man United.
0: That was one year,
1: a few years ago, yeah, but what like I the only thing I can remember about is the wor- about the Russian sides is they had the worst group in Champions League history. I think Zenit St Petersburg came out of the group. Remember when they yeah, had they had fewer they, points than those teams who finished third in other groups I do remember
0: that vaguely I mean, yeah. they, they won that group they, they Yeah not?
1: but by default because the group was but the that's worst that's group in Champions League
0: history There's your coefficient points
1: Yeah but like that's my point Like the Dutch teams they get to the you know Mid to advanced stages of the Europa League every year They get to a I actually get to season. a European They were in the Europa League, League final, final two years ago
0: But they weren't even in Europe last season
1: were they not at all.
0: There was no Dutch team in Europe last season.
1: Well, they're in the Europa League, surely.
0: No, nope, they didn't qualify for the Europa League last. Damn time, it. I remember.
1: Netherlands ruining the coefficients. Like- so,
0: like, that's gonna cost them. I think they're damn ninth in the coefficients. I think. So who's ahead of them? Uh, well, Turkey. Turkey. I, I think. I think Turkey are tenth, maybe. I think it's they're oh, battling be,
1: yeah they must be close to each other cause yeah they're, they're, sick to and to like they're,
0: they're not too far off like uh, they could probably make the ground up on the Russian teams if the Russian teams perform poorly and there's two Dutch teams in the Champions League this year for the first time since Greece.
1: 2011 Greece Olympiakos they always yeah, do ADK well AEK are there as well yeah Chewbac pom, you know getting the Champions League is that, is that where he is now yeah, that's where he, they sold him to in the end my god <clears throat> he's there but to get back to the matter of hand and not the coefficient thing like The groups are a lot better Than I thought I thought we'd get a very uneven so what What group sweet. is kind of out they're all pretty good If we go through them One by one Like Group A Has Atletico and Dortmund And you had to pre- Presume Lucien Frovs Dortmund will perform A lot better than The two managers Peter Bosch Peter Bosch And the other guy
0: I can't even remember the, Stoger Sto- Peter, Sto- Peter Yeah Schoger. Stoger
1: from the Ajax and Stuk, uh, the Ajax and Cologne managers. Yeah, Cologne got relegated. Well, they and were Ajax the... didn't even make it into Europe, so neither team had a good fortune after their manager left. Uh, but yeah, like you'd imagine, they're going to perform better than Dortmund did last year. than lost to Remscheid and Tottenham.
0: Like the, it's the it's the group of the kind of the darlings, kind of because like Atletico or the underdog. Bruges? I, Club well, Bruges well, are my it's... favorite teams. <laughs> well, no, it's clean Club Bruges who lost pretty terribly at Leicester City the last time they were in the Champions League yeah. but Atletico Madrid they were the underdogs and they managed to get to the two Champions League finals
1: they're not the underdogs anymore they won't, no, the Europa League. They won't be in this how group how many times they won the Europa League three times the last ten years yeah
0: definitely twice maybe yeah, three well, times
1: Simeone Simeone's won at least two I think yeah I think they won and one and I think your before. man the guy who was Watford manager with the funny name
0: Javi Gracia no Walter
1: Mazzari no I was thinking Kike Kike Sanchez Sanchez, Sanchez, yeah Kike yeah there we go did he win one of them
0: he might have actually yeah Yeah.
1: did he beat or did they lose to Porto I don't remember anymore
0: yeah I I think they did I think Kike Sanchez Flores did win one but like Monaco were the darling team that got to the semi-final before obviously the whole team was ripped apart dormant
1: well they're still ripped apart and being put back together it's good crack
0: yeah you know we'll see how they do it it's like dormant exactly they're three similar teams in terms of the the way that their underdog status has led to uh, there being a bit of a following around them so it'll be be kind of interesting to see uh, as we mentioned like Atletico will not be underdogs now Dortmund Dortmund and Monaco they're They're both in
1: transition phases they're both rebuilding neither of them are strong enough to challenge
0: you'd figure though that Dortmund would probably be stronger than Monaco so you're
1: not backing Bruges out of this group then
0: I think Bruges might get 1.2 points
1: oh two draws Two uh, draws against Atletico. <laughs> that's they
0: did struggle against Carabag last year. So oh,
1: Carabag, I, who did Carabag draw? They, they didn't they draw Arsenal? Oh, they did, and they, you're, that's why was like I was looking for the Champions League. Like, where did they? draw? Oh, it's Arsenal. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: Great team, then, Carabag. Chelsea, then, you know. Was it Carabag
1: that Mesut Ozil scored that
0: hat trick or that last minute winner? Oh,
1: maybe when he when he flicked keeper. it over, yeah. Him. I think that was them. Maybe that was But then Group
0: like. B Group B is one of the best groups I think Barcelona, Tottenham oh, PSV open, and Inter Milan
1: PSV you know the, the, they It's prove a it. difficult draw no but, P, no but in fairness to PSV They've In the last five years They've rebuilt maybe three times Is Kaku still
0: there? I don't know
1: I don't remember either it Was it
0: PSV the De- Memphis Depay? Yeah, yeah it was Memphis it was. Depay
1: came from there and But they've rebuilt three times since then Because yeah. they rebuilt after the whole Memphis Depay fiasco and then that was the season I did well and then they rebuilt again last season and they rebuilt before Memphis to play as well to bring in the youth so they are like doing good stuff Spurs are Spurs they did very well in the Champions League last season you can't deny that they beat Real Madrid yeah and in the toughest group, arguably. Yeah. Yeah. and they won it um, there seem to have a team better set up for York now than they were again the same as last year they, I worry about their squad depth Wolf fatigue
0: make them struggle
1: in the Champions League I don't yeah I don't think they'll be one i like definitely Barcelona won't be as open as Real Madrid were
0: but I was like I watched some of their match yesterday they were incredibly open at the back when you consider even just this time last year at the back
1: they're very open but the 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 idea with the idea with Barcelona and it'll happen more as they bring in their new players will get more accustomed to it like you saw Coutinho like he's he is an upgrade on out of form Rakitic
0: yeah, and he he will be available for them in the Champions League yeah, this which year. which he, he was wasn't last year. Yeah, exactly.
1: So attack wise, you know, Suarez is still there hanging on. Like this Barcelona side does need a bit of doing. But you saw Vidal came on into that side yesterday, laid on well, not laid on, but you know, Vidal against
0: uh, Adele Ali should be. <coughs> yeah, but good.
1: these these players still have to bed into their side, like, and they still have players who are reco- recovering from the World Cup, similar to Spurs. So there will be an interesting matchup when they play. I would fancy, because Bar- Barcelona, always they always draw a big team, like big and in inverted commas, and they've drawn two in this case.
0: Yeah, like they drew uh, other... Uh, PSG in the Italian, past, Juventus. Yeah, they drew Juventus last season in the group stages and they came out top of that group.
1: Yeah, and the same when they drew PSG, I think a couple of years earlier, and you know, it's happened multiple times now that they're, they're drawing big teams and then coming out as a better team in these kind of big battles of the Giants and i expect them to do it again is
0: there any hope for Inter Milan they come in here as fourth season the first time in the Champions League since 2011 or 2012
1: Spalletti has a habit of doing well in group stages mostly no I'll qualify that with the Barcelona has not Barcelona Bayern Munich killed them that was like the pinnacle of Pep's Bar- Bayern Munich that season. I think it was 7-0 or... 7-1, yeah. 7-1. And he
0: lost 7-1 to Barcelona at Roma as well. Or was that a different Roma match? Oh, who knows. Roma have lost 7-1 a lot over yeah, the years. Yeah, but it's always Spalletti as a manager. Yeah, Man United that time. Yeah, was even Folletti. 11 years he ago. He kind of has
1: a habit of getting destroyed by quick passing false nine teams. And you might, that might happen to get to Barcelona. That's the worry. But he does also have a habit of getting out of group stages, which is a lot more than most other Italian managers in recent times. He does tend to travel a bit in the Champions League.
0: Yeah, like that time... they knocked out. That time they lost 7-1 to Man that was the quarterfinals. Yeah,
1: so they got through two rounds to get that... Or one round to get that far. Uh, so, you know, I wouldn't necessarily bet against them. You have to say the favourites, Barcelona, to win and Spurs win second. But I think Inter will be in the conversation. Like, the next most interesting group after that. Like, Napoli is... Group C is PSG, Napoli, Liverpool and...
0: Red, Red Star Belgrade if you want to try pronounce how it's spelt in uh... no I don't <laughs> there we go Red
1: Star Belgrade like there's champions in that group you know well two champions Liverpool and Red Star Belgrade but like um, Napoli you know they got killed by Sampdoria at the weekend Craig scored an amazing one of the best goals we have this season which is entirely meant they were 2 nil up so he could try it. It wasn't like... But it,
0: it was, my favourite part about that goal was after the match he was interviewed about it, he was like, yeah, thinking
1: about it it might be in my top three. <laughs> like, yeah, but Kuyler so, he does like... He score, scored so
0: many yeah, great goals. He loves the
1: volley. He does <laughs> But like, if Sam can beat Napoli 3-0 and make Napoli look so ordinary after Napoli did so well. Well, we say they did well. The first two first matches of the season, Napoli... They came back from
0: behind in both of their first, which was games. something
1: that even Sarri said is impossible in Serie A. And, the, and, you know, they did, and
0: they did it against top opposition as well. They did, they did yeah, it Milan against and uh, Lazio and Milan. Yeah, yeah,
1: you know that that's pretty good. But then they crumble. They almost Spurs it up in a very similar way to Spurs. Against it was, it was an
0: odd, It was an odd match though because. The first goal came kind of out of nowhere. It was just kind of a long ball, and then I can't remember the striker's name, but he just absolutely whacked it top corner. <laughs> like it was just—I was—I was doing two things Twack. at once. <laughs> do two things at once, and I just kind of looked over. And all of a sudden, I see the ball hit the back of the net. And I wasn't even sure if it was the, hit the side netting Poor or Carlo. not. And then Why from did there, Carlo go
1: to Napoli. I think he did
0: it because, like, we all talk... like every time Napoli's brought up, we did it this time last year. I think when we talked about him at Bayern Munich, like. His league form is not very good. Yeah. In his career, like I think he's gone an Napoli to test his to prove that he can do it in a league situation over yeah. the course of thirty eight games.
1: But he's won. He's won. He's won Serie a. three leagues. He's won Serie a with Milan in like two thousand three or five. One of those. Yeah. One of the years they didn't win the Champions League, I think.
0: And then he won the Premier League in England. Premier League. With, uh, so he won the title in England,
1: and then he won it in he won, Germany as well. Yeah. And Paris, he's won it four times.
0: Did he? He didn't win La Liga, did he? No. Yeah. He I won Champions League and then he was
1: sacked. Well, he was sacked. Probably.
0: But when you think about those four, well, Milan had such a great squad that they had to win one eventually with with Carlo. Yeah. Like they should have yeah. won it more often.
1: Yeah, probably. Chelsea. Chelsea did well. The Chelsea they one is quite impressive.
0: They were the first team to score 100 goals in Premier League season. Yep. Uh, Paris Saint Germain, it's hard not to win yeah, the league. And same with Bayern Munich. Whereas with Carlo at uh, Napoli, winning the league would be a huge oh, it'd achievement. Be massive.
1: It's only happened with Maradona, sure. Yeah. Like Maradona leading the line and absolutely getting the hell kicked out of them. as you only they won the league. And the other teams have to misperform, which I don't see happening. Like Carlo's gone there. I think he's been hired on the basis of his reputation. And the fact that it was probably the best name. They, they, they did
0: also have a disappointing summer. Like They were linked with a lot of players. They were linked with Di Maria. They were linked with Benzema. Basically just former players of Ancelotti. Yeah. And they didn't get any of them. Yeah. So that was disappointing for them. And obviously they lost Jorginho, who's a key player to yeah. them
1: but yeah I don't think Carlo would use used them the way Sarri uses them I don't think he would no use. I'm
0: already seeing that he's, he's using players in slightly different ways yeah can
1: is right winger slash defensive no player but I mean uh, Carlo's already oh, Carlo, yeah.
0: using players slightly differently than yeah, he did in Yeah, they're playing much more
1: functional much not functional it's probably not it's not unfair
0: well they're still playing quite well Like I, I, I just to go back to the Sampdoria match they're going the back
1: Sampdoria to the formation. That... But
0: to just go back to the Sampdoria match like they lost 3-0 but I don't know how they didn't score in that game Like yeah. they, they had so many chances they played very nice football still and you can argue maybe some of that is just a reflex because Sari's not gone that long, so they're yeah. still, you know, they'll still remember how to play in such a nice, fast, quick passing way that they did under Sari, and you know, Carlo might beat that out of them as time goes on. But they, you know, they st- they'll still pose a thread in this yeah. group. I don't think they'll get out of it. I think it's pretty hard to look past Paris Saint Germain and Liverpool.
1: I don't know. Like personally, I think that's the, it's the hardest group because Red Star Belgrade. I don't see them qualifying, but they're going to be a hard. Team. Yeah, that's true. It's going to be in bad conditions and they're going to make everyone who plays against them their lives hell.
0: That They're going to fill that stadium like, and they're going oh, to be loud. To, yeah, it's going to be First rough, time the, in the Champions the, League since 91.
1: Yeah, and the, the players are going to absolutely let everyone know who they are.
0: Was it the Champions League in 91 or was it still called the European it's Cup? It's still called the European Cup. So that's so how long it's been.
1: Yeah, like uh, if I was to pick, like I said, you probably have to side with... Liverpool, I would say Liverpool to win that group. Yeah, I'd agree. Second. But, if I were to pick one one of the big teams to go out, I'd say it would be Paris Saint-Germain. Because I think Thomas, Napoli, Thomas Tuchel... Yeah. Thomas Tuchel is untried in Champions League. He has not done that well in the Champions League, considering he inherited a Champions League finalist team that was mostly still together when he got it. They had lost their best players. They lost Lewandowski. Lewandowski, Goethe was gone. Royce was injured Royce was a really lot. injured. Hummels
0: was gone, eventually.
1: Yeah, but he did have a lot of that core left. And he had... Spent money. Aubameyang was in there.
0: Uh, but they did get to a quarter final and they were unlucky not to get to a semi final yeah, that year. Yeah.
1: But yeah. And they, probably, could, they could have the eaten Monaco Real Madrid. Event, the bombing on the, yeah, yeah that was also is, very unlucky. Yeah, yeah, I suppose there is a good argument with that, but I just see Paris Saint-Germain as such a dysfunctional club. <clears throat> that any kind of Their whole season adversity, Was down though To the champs, League But any kind of adversity And that's the end of that team
0: The thing you have to say though Is like we talked about Carlo's poor form in league Like he's an amazing yeah. Champions League manager Exactly so.
1: And he knows A lot of those players at Paris He knows Thomas Tuchel He knows how he'll play You know There's nothing to say That he it, It'll make for an interesting basketball.
0: group But I still I like,
1: think it's the most interesting I think it's the most open Because it's going to be Some rough matches and then yeah, we no, talked
0: no. about Group D. Who, who do you see actually getting out of Group D? It's
1: going to be a pretty poor group. Schalke and Galatasaray. Because Galatasaray invested well. Yeah, in no Schalke one wants because... to go to
0: Galatasaray. Welcome to hell. This, uh, yeah. The...
1: Uh, Locomotive I don't see getting. doing. I'd say they'll finish last. They, they point, did
0: surprisingly up. well last year, although it wasn't the most impressive group. But they beat Sevilla like 5-2. Yeah,
1: but the, the, the where they beat them is important. On the plastic pitch. Yeah, but in it was winter, still 5-2. And an empty, mostly empty They'll stadium. have that again this year. Yeah, I know there is an advantage to be said for them. But I, yeah, I don't think, following the World Cup, I don't think there there's much hope in that in that group for them.
0: And then Group E has got Bayern Munich, Benfica, Ajax and AEK Athens.
1: I think this group is wide open for different reasons. Bayern are going to get maximum points, bar something ridiculous. Well,
0: maybe once they qualify, so, they yeah, might they'll take their away foot a couple of points. Pen, or maybe
1: they'll draw to Ajax because, you know, it's an old rivalry between the two clubs that you know, Ajax might raise but then game.
0: who comes second is absolutely wide open it could be any of the three
1: yeah I like the way Ajax I've seen Ajax play a few times this season now and I like the way they play they're playing much more creative football yes what a sign yeah he is but no but Huntelaar is back scoring like classic number 9 goals they're playing very nice smooth passing football their, their transitions are fantastic much quicker and swifter than anyone in the Netherlands at the moment like I like the way they're playing Benfica are just basket case in Europe. They were so
0: been. bad last season. I think they got zero points in what was an, like a not difficult group. Yeah. They're up against Moscow and uh, Basel.
1: I don't fancy Benfica getting out of that group. I think they'll cruise in Portugal for obvious reasons because of the the mess that sporting are in. But they, the, you know, they they'll win Portugal. But I don't see them doing well in this. Maybe Europa League. Although A. K. Athens have invested well, as we said, two back player. Uh, and they've done well and Greece is moving up in terms of you know they seem to be doing well in, in the football in terms of if you know Olympiakos' defeat of uh, Burnley is anything to go by
0: uh, Olympiacos have beaten English teams before yeah. well mostly just Arsenal
1: yeah but if AK Athens are better than that you'd expect them to you know maybe challenge Benfica challenge
0: yeah it's, it's going like to be it's wide open yeah. yeah. I'd say that's going to be it, tied be nice to the to last see, uh, it'd be nice to see Ajax go through it would, clues. for all time's sake. Yeah, exactly.
1: Uh, and they're playing good football, which is always uh, admirable. Group F, I think, is fairly done and dusted. It'll be it'll like be. Shakhtar Donetsk have been good in recent years. They play very good football. Man City have a bit of history against them. They played them several times. Yeah, they played years, them in the
0: last two or three seasons now,
1: which is just a weird quirk of it. Uh, I'd say Pep will probably want to win because of I think they lost last year to Shakhtar. Yeah, they like lost. that terror. was because it was
0: the last game. They had the derby coming well, up, the, I think.
1: Uh, Pep was very upset about that, I remember, at the time. And because of that, Shakhtar got in to play Roma. And gave Roma a scare, if you remember Roma. Yeah, nearly went finals. through on uh,
0: away goals that time. Yeah.
1: But Leon, you know, were playing very well. They still kept a lot of their good players, amazingly. They just
0: signed uh, Moussa Dembele <coughs> as well from other Celtic. Other Moussa Dembele. Celtic's Moussa Yeah, Dembele. the the young one.
1: He'd have fallen out with uh, Brendan Rodgers and now signed for Leon. They still have other... Quick attack, they kept, players. Uh, Nabil Fakir. yeah, which was a big signing for them. If more than anything, and they've a nice kit this year, it's a very nice kit. They,
0: they traditionally do have nice kits yeah, but it's
1: pretty nice this year. It's nice and traditional, it's lovely. Um, um but like this is this other open group, Manson, you're clearly going to run away with. Yeah, group. I think, but I don't really to... ra- rate Hoffenheim in this because I think Hoffenheim are in. Uh, I remember, or was it in the preview, ESPN preview of uh, Raphael Honnickstein? The Hoffenheim could easily qualify for Champions League again and do well. Or they could be in a relegation battle. As a, as the way things are with them. Yeah, that's the way the They're Bundesliga so is. Down. Yeah. So.
0: But this match could lead to... Like, I'm very looking forward to just seeing Man City play Leon, Just because Leon have been very exciting. Yeah. They score a lot of goals. Very attacking team. Well, I think
1: we'll see three. I think, like, Man City are going to win, I think. Yeah. In it's, fairness.
0: It's, I think it comes down to Shaq there, I guess, Lyon. Yeah, yeah,
1: most likely. Although all three of them... All three of them play very... Uh, Interesting in attacking football, they, they rely a lot on speed and wingers, and getting the ball straight into the box, cutbacks and big old shots. All commendable. Uh, I don't see Man City having much trouble with them. But I think it'll be similar. There, It could
0: be a bit like, I remember they drew Napoli in the group stage last year, and they were entertaining matches, but Man City yeah. won them comfortably. Yeah,
1: probably. I think they'll be easier for Man City than that. I don't think any of these teams are at at least level. But I think... They'll be very inter- They'll be very enjoyable matches between the other contra- other participants in those groups. So we want to look after, and especially if we're having the staggered kickoff, of uh, six o'clock, seven forty five, you'll be able to see a lot more of these matches, and you might see some interesting things in those two groups, in the Bayern Munich group and in the Man City group.
0: And then uh, Group G, the host hold- or not the hosts? The There's holders. the hosts. The holders, Real Madrid, uh, will go up against Roma, CS- Siska, Moscow, and uh, Pleasant. I pleasant don't know. is that Victoria Ryzen?
1: Pleasant? Victoria Pleasant, pleasant
0: So it's Please a pretty, it's a pretty handy.
1: <laughs> Real Madrid, La Cotegui's got an easy, an easy route to the knockout stages as group winners.
0: Romo put up a, a test for first place in that group. I don't think
1: so. I don't think they have the, they don't have the depth.
0: Yeah, well, they, they've had an interesting summer. Like it's.
1: Clivers and they
0: brought in Justin Cliver and they brought in Javier Pastore. who scored an absolutely amazing goal. A couple of weeks no, goal against Atlanta. they're
1: still playing fantastic football. Monsi's doing a fantastic job, but I like I think they'll qualify for the group.
0: Oh yeah, no, that's not in doubt. I just think like Real Madrid, they've won it the last few years, but they haven't topped their group in a while. Have they either know? they didn't do it last year, they didn't do it oh, the yeah. year before. It didn't um, hurt them. Yeah, no, maybe it doesn't it's, seem it's to hurt maybe them. Strategic. Yeah, maybe they want to knock out one of the big guns early. Yeah. Maybe see can they get the the winner, Group D, or something. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's a. No,
1: I'd say Lopetegi has a point to prove, and he wants to keep his job beyond Christmas. He's going to have to perform on the Champions League. Because if you remember, was it the year The Zidane got appointed at Real Madrid? Rafa was managed. Rafa Benito was managed. For the first six months, yeah. Yeah, and they were doing okay. And I think they're gonna be doing okay as well under Laputeghi. Like I don't see them they're doing okay so far in the league in Spain. Like they're not Yeah, they're already they're tested. not being really exciting. Like as you said, Benson is scoring goals again. Bale is there they're about to side, but they're they're kinda of finding their feet. They're they're adjusting post Ronaldo life. I don't think they really know what they're doing yet, and he's kind of feeling out the whole squad to figure out how he can play with them. Meanwhile, knowing he probably only has a year or two years max as a manager of that club so it's a tough job for Lapateghi, so he's gonna to have to turn on the turn on the big guns in the Champions League to keep this fan base happy, to keep you know if he goes and he scores big goals now against Victoria Plinson if that's who it is, and against the likes of Seska Moscow, if they put a lot of goals past him or at least perform well, that'll give him enough capital to buy him at least into the second half of the season and hopefully he can see where he goes from there. But like I don't I don't see Real Madrid really Slowing down or maybe having a hiccup, other than maybe Roma just being better than them in that ninety-minute match.
0: Yeah, like, I, I, I mean, I'll, like I'll watch Roma around Madrid, and uh, I, it'll be interesting. Like if you have to remember as well last year, Roma were so good in the group stages mm. in what was probably the, the second most difficult group. Oh yeah, with Chelsea and Atletico, mm. and like they were so good, and they, like they came first in that group, yeah. which Deservedly you wouldn't have expected so, and
1: Yeah, but then scraped past Shakhtar Donetsk.
0: And then beat Barcelona
1: <laughs> Yeah But scrape past Barcelona As well if you remember Barcelona well, was, uh... was just like Misfired completely
0: uh, but they, they, you know we still have to give them credit for yeah. what and they managed got to got absolutely
1: do. dismantled by Liverpool still, still nearly killing Liverpool in the, yeah, but that's still nearly I mean, brought it it such a topsy-turvy time. season and basically they play one good match and one, one bad match one good match and one bad match
0: so a 2-1 victory in Rome and then a 7-1 <laughs> defeat possibly
1: the 7-1 is coming home that Inter will lose 7-1 to PSV
0: yeah one of the oh, well I don't see uh, Juventus losing 7-1 anyway
1: well Man United have done it before to Italian oppositions so maybe they come yeah, yeah
0: that years. was uh, slightly different Man Side to the one currently in the Champions League Group H the final group
1: Mourinho was going to relish his opportunity against Juventus to show how awful he can play football <laughs> against an Italian side against you know I saw
0: him linked with the uh, Inter Milan job of Spalletti oh, doesn't I think
1: he, yeah I think he would go back to Inter in a
0: heartbeat yeah so that that uh, a little test before you know get a bit of a rivalry built in with Max Allegri before yeah. he returns
1: well he's going to like oh I have three times again the build up to this this these matches these two matches are going to be. I have three Champions Leagues, or two. Two, two, I have two Champions Leagues. This man has none. I've been in two finals. I've won both. This man's been in two finals, won zero That's all it's going to be, and it's going to be that all the time.
0: And then you're just going to win. And Ronaldo's well, and I score don't know. I think a really
1: crappy draw, and then maybe a defeat a a Man United defeat in away in Italy, which won't matter as much.
0: Uh, May and I have uh, had some joy in Juventus over the years obviously yeah then in, well won once uh, they didn't they uh, win in there in 2003
1: as well or something no because that was the Champions League finals in Old Trafford 2003 and Juventus played Milan in the final so no
0: or was it not 2002 <laughs>
1: maybe it was 2002 I
0: remember them playing anyway but I can't, I could can't have remember just a group match, it didn't matter yeah <laughs> But obviously 1999 They they had to They, or they didn't have to but They did win No in they did The
1: semi-final They had to win
0: Well, A two-all draw Would have yeah. been fine But yeah they, they came from Tunnel Down to win So they You know There's fond memories There for
1: Andy Cohen and Dwight York You know None of the players From ninety nine Are there anymore But Mickey Butts On the coaching staff Somewhere <laughs> Yeah I'm sure uh, He was there I'm sure
0: he'll uh, Give a good pep talk <laughs> Yeah
1: he will He'll tell them What it was all about You know Somebody like was Marcus Rashford Even born uh, I think he was yeah just about <laughs>
0: yeah but uh, they it'll be interesting because uh, they have Antonio Valencia inside and they come up against Valencia Yeah. they have Ash, Ashley Young in the side and they come up against Young Boys oh god <laughs> so yeah uh,
1: it's been a like Valencia performed very well last season they kind of got performances out of them they've had a decent enough summer they seem to be going on as they were before and functioning a bit better than they have been in previous well, years. Well,
0: Marcelino has come in, and he's definitely improved the yeah. side over the years. Like, or not over the years, but like he, like they've, like I think Gary Neville's manager like three years
1: ago. It's been a long road. From Gary Yeah, Neville.
0: they were in a lot of trouble. They're in see. Champions they, League that time.
1: They were, he got them yeah. knocked
0: out. No, he got them. They were in the Europa League at that point. I no, think they, I think he
1: got knocked them. Out, he got them knocked into the Europa League from a position. not he was could have there, I
0: don't think they were there that long. I don't think he was there that long. He was at the end of the season, was he not? Yeah, but he only came in. He
1: came little... in like Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Christmas. I
0: think it was after Christmas. Oh. I don't think he was quite there. Oh,
1: okay, maybe
0: not. But yeah, it's been a it's been a long road for Valencia, but they've definitely improved. They did. They were able to secure uh, Guedes as well, which was an important signing for them because he's been kind of a key player for them. Yeah. Like, like you have to remember, last season I don't know was Negrado there. At the moment. I don't know. I just Simon Simone Zaza was there last Simone season. Zaza. I can't remember if he's still there. But like you have to remember, there was a time last year where Valencia were considered a uh, title contender. Like that's that's where they came. Like that's where if they got they to. Were really Barcelona
1: t- didn't lose a match until the second and last. It, it was
0: early in the season, but <laughs> yeah. they were they were just a couple of points behind Barcelona until eventually they, their form kind of dipped and you uh, before Christmas. Fourth. But they did finish fourth. and they were there was a pretty big gap between fourth and fifth. Like they, I, I don't know what they get out of this group. It depends really on what. Main is. United, it really does on what team I, I, shows up.
1: Like, there, I'd say there's a thirty percent chance of Valencia getting ahead of United in this group, and it all depends on those United games. Because I think they'll, they'll beat Young Boys. I think Valencia'll beat Young Boys as well. Young
0: Boys, they won't be pushovers though. Like they, no. they finally won the the Basel League. After, league. or not the Basel League, the Swiss league. league from Basel, yeah, from Basel, yeah. who have had a bit of a monopoly on it over the last yeah. while. Dead. So, yeah, pretty much, Rosenberg if not more, style. yeah, it's Celtic style. Yeah, um, oh
1: how many league titles have Celtic won as a side?
0: When did Rangers get relegated to fourth? The fourth division liquidated and brought back into the fourth division. I don't know because it was about that long. Are they
1: near the ten in the row? yet? I don't. I think
0: it'll be another couple of years before they get the ten in the row, but they will get. They have to
1: equal the nine in the row anyway. That's the only important. Anyway, sidebar over. Yeah.
0: So yeah, young boys won't be pushovers. Like Man United struggled against Basel last season in the group, so they might struggle again against young boys who will be similar kind of opposition.
1: Yeah, and also Valencia have the have the fortunate. Uh, they're in the poor position of looking at what Sevilla did to United last year. Yeah, and they could do very they've very similar players. In midfield. I mean, they haven't
0: fared too well against Spanish opposition over the years no. either.
1: And like Mourinho near the end of his his reign at uh, Real Madrid was really, I think, suffering tactically in Spain. Teams had figured him out. He was playing, relying an awful lot on Cristiano Ronaldo and his midfielders pinging balls forward to him. To score goals or to get balls in off Karim Benzema, and you know maybe that's been foretold that it's it's passed through into his English team. So,
0: but do you see do you see Man getting out of this group?
1: Yeah, I said like I said, seventy percent chance to get ahead. But
0: do you see them beating Juventus no. at all? Like, so Juventus a really this terrible
1: group. draw <laughs> at, <laughs> at Old Trafford would be my would be uh, like a, a fairly good bet for the for this group. I think Juventus will win the group would probably 14 points I think United will probably get 10 and that will be enough
0: yeah 10 usually is enough usually not always but and
1: I'd see they to be on like 8 or something like that
0: yeah I, I could see it going down to the final day United probably need like a draw or something and yeah. it'll be like oh god are they actually going to lose this kind of like with Van Hal in his Champions League season
1: <laughs> yeah but that was a lot I can't see it going as badly as that because that was just but this is a more difficult group <laughs> Wolfsburg Matthew Darmian playing right winger <laughs> so, Nick, Nick Powell being oh brought yeah, on for Nick Juan Powell. Mata Oh god that was, Juan that Mata was... alone The face of Juan Mata being taken off Like what? <laughs> Poor Juan Mata We, we, we don't to want, squads, want to see Juan so we Mata can't even so. get squads.
0: He was in the away section uh, oh, at Burnley we the weekend about Mourinho.
1: We haven't even had the time to speak about Mourinho Getting his win against Burnley And Paul Pogba missing a penalty And Marcus Rashford getting sent off All in all a fantastic weekend for Jose Mourinho <laughs> You know, and every, I haven't read Duncan Castles, but I imagine he's, like, absolutely liquefying in, in this joy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so... But the, there's more to go on with the Champions League as well. Not only is the group stage just happening, but you touched on it earlier, the new staggered kickoff times. Is it is it going to be too much football?
1: No, because I think it's... Like, these matches are on anyway. You could... Through the magic of technology, view all of them if you want. Well like BT.
0: Side. Uh, I've, I've enjoyed over the last <coughs> few years. BT have done like a the
1: stopwatch score live goals. It, they've
0: had James Richardson hosting where they the three panelists watch Rafa, Holmes, and Smith earlier was one of them. They watch the matches and they show you each goal as it happens, yep. which is great idea. Basically, just a better version of what Soccer Saturday yep. is on Sky because uh, they actually can show you the goals and the panelists yeah. are actually interesting. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't <laughs> or
1: know. Phil, Phil Thompson. <laughs>
0: Uh, Paul Mercer's like you know they're, they're alright Mercer's good like yeah, they're alright but the,
1: uh, I, I prefer did you ever watch that no when he was like talking and he said oh my tooth is falling out his tooth just fell out of his mouth onto the ground
0: I'm sure it was a real tooth
1: I don't think it was <laughs> Yeah, but I it still know was something that. else he was like oh my tooth's falling out you should um, look up that clip everybody
0: but yeah, I don't know what they'll do for this because uh, I do I look forward to they'll that. Just
1: keep going on air yeah. for six hours.
0: God, that'll be fun for them. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, it will. But yeah, it, it'll be. It's, it's nice
0: in on one hand to be able to watch this match, and I think it'll will really uh, reap the rewards when it come the quarterfinals. Yeah, because it has been kind of annoying not being able to watch both quarterfinals on Tuesday or Wednesday.
1: It could also provide a lot more rest for a lot of the teams because like, you know how managers often say, "Oh, it's it's hard playing on a, a Tuesday or a Wednesday, and then playing again on a Saturday." Yeah,
0: I think the story last season of Antonio Conte giving the his team talk for the Saturday match yeah. and the Premier League on the plane at two a.m. Yeah. back from yeah. Azerbaijan, oh, Karabakh. Yeah,
1: Karabakh. <laughs> <laughs> it's always Karabakh's yeah. fault. Yeah, but How do a, we you know, Caroline. maybe it'll make it easier for a lot of teams across Europe that you know they'll have that bit of extra time to to prepare one way or the other. Matches being slightly earlier in the day it kind of feels better sometimes as well. Six o'clock, the, the sun will be out earlier in the season. Maybe the Russian winter won't be as harsh because yeah, it'll, it'll be, be handy for those. Although those matches already,
0: like those matches have already been happening earlier. As yeah, well. but they only happen. That but it'll just be on. it'll be convenient now yeah. for them to be able to just do that without any real problems,
1: yeah. and everyone will be used to it. Um, and we'll get it. Well, it will benefit because we'll actually be able to see. More you'll teams. be able to see Hoffenheim versus
0: it, Man it City. Yeah, Hoffenheim-Leon or something Half, like that. Hoffenheim-Leon,
1: yeah. Leon, which you wouldn't have been able to see necessarily because you're waiting for Man City to play. Shaqdar. Shaqdar. That would be. Float your boat. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Or maybe, <laughs> you know, Young Boys against. You're you going to watch Young Boys against Valencia? Yeah. Or, you know, who who is this year's Carabag Victoria Yeah, Pleasant <laughs> against CSK Moscow. Yeah, oh, I love that match. <laughs> yeah, they well, have like or something. You,
0: now. Now you have your chance to watch that and uh, Carabag. Behind
1: a closed door stadium or something too great. Uh,
0: but then there's also talk uh, of Sport Build from Germany reported this week that UEFA are looking into a third. Uh, UEFA competition and it wouldn't be the return of the Cup Winners Cup as it's much funny. as I think uh, people would like that we'd love the Cup Winners Cup <laughs> I, I never remember that I have no memory of the Cup Winners Cup yeah, I have to just admit it's a, so... a tournament yeah. that happen every
1: year The Cup Winners would play each other
0: it won't be at the like the Intertoto Cup either was, no. didn't Newcastle win that
1: yeah Intertoto Cup is like a pre-season tournament it's <laughs> kind of funny that leads to UEFA Cup qualification you no, know, the like a third tier, you know.
0: It it, the the way it would work is it would be thirty two teams in Champions League, thirty two teams in the Europe League instead of forty eight, and then thirty two teams in this third competition. If they got
1: rid of the groups, I'd be all for. It. They're
0: not going to get rid of the group stages.
1: I just want to get rid of the groups. <laughs> It'll be basically get a straight knockout.
0: We might see Shamrock Rovers or Dundalk no, yeah, in I'm this happy with that. third and competition.
1: And give the like not Shamrock Rovers, don't think they a hope in hell, but the likes of. You know the lower, the lower third. Europa, Celtic might Europa. win
0: a European trophy. Well,
1: not even Celtic. The teams at the level because I think Celtic would be in the Europa League, or you know the existing Europa League. Yeah, but the, if but they, I think the likes, the likes of uh, Basel. Well, not even Basel. but Carabao maybe, or no. But
0: I could see this being the kind of competition where Basel, well, Basel will see, be I think in the, be
1: in the Yeah, but I think they'll be in the regular Europa League. This is a th- tournament for the likes of Rosenberg, and you know the next level down the. The, what's the name of that Cypriot team that was qualifying the Champions League for a couple of years? Ap, no, not, Ap-well. yeah, Apoel like Nikosia. The, yeah, yeah Apoel or maybe some of the Israeli teams and other Apoel teams or, you know, lower lower ranked, like maybe Pernley or stuff like that might Or a better. Ukrainian team yeah, or something Ukrainian that aren't teams, Yeah, that aren't, or Dynamo Kiev. Like, it can give or give greater opportunity for them to actually go well and go far in the European tournament and then maybe win into to European tournament Ex- yeah and
0: experience in knockout football yeah, as well. Like I obviously it, the qualifiers they have knockout but this would be real true knockout football yeah.
1: and it's not as like, nowhere near as good as restoring the all European cup system of the league champions automatically getting qualification for the Champions League Yeah, in, in an
0: ideal world they just make the Champions League a Champions League yeah. and then put the Europa League be what the Champions League basically is without the like some yeah. Real Madrid Barcelona which is what it used to be yeah
1: back in the good old days when you used to have like top class teams but this will here.
0: also see the end of the third place uh, group team dropping down from the Champions League to the Europa League as well oh, most, most likely they could do a scenario where where the <laughs> third...
1: a, I think they'll have to continue that on both levels because I think it, it otherwise you have a lot of dead rubbers in the Champions League
0: yeah but on, the only way they could do it is if half of the second place teams in the Europa League Europa League group Play the third place teams in Champions League. And yeah, then the first teams, first it's teams who finish first.
1: All the time. They're
0: not, how would they. No, yeah. they're not going to do that.
1: All knockout, all the time. If it was
0: a 32 team knockout competition, it'd be done before Christmas.
1: No, it won't. It used to be. Like, just play them over longer. Everyone. I think the Europa League would grow in a huge stature if it became a 32 team knockout tournament. And that means you only play once a month if you progress. Where you play like, like two ties once a month. And you go like that.
0: They could stagger it so that there's probably a match on every week. But it's not the same teams every week. They could
1: do that as well. And everyone wins. Because I just teams don't, don't have the complaining that. of, oh I have to travel to Azerbaijan and then come back and play Stoke you know... The no,
0: but it's also the fact that it denies, like, if you qualify for the group stages, you're given six matches. Yeah, that's no, six chances to earn a bit of money by winning yeah, a match, drawing a match. most
1: teams in the Europa League, most of them, there is a, a few which we would talk about that would drop into that third tournament. Most but that's, them, that's
0: what the point of this third tournament is, yeah, to kind of give let the more third money. tournament
1: have the group stages then. Let them have it. And then they give... I want the second... I want the Europa League with 32 teams, knockout, knockout football, four rounds, and four rounds... Be, 32 yeah. 16 quarter semi final, five rounds, including the final. Perfection. <laughs> you start in like October, you know, you start in November, say you have the round of 30, but it doesn't
0: work in the and way then
1: you, you line it up with the Champions League. With the Champions League off weeks, you have the last 16 quarter finals, semi but it doesn't work in the way. Job that... done. <laughs> Final the, of the week, the few days before the Champions League final, you ha- or you can do a double header and have the Champions League and the Europa League in the same stadium on the same day.
0: Well, that would be terrible.
1: It would be wonderful. But the problem with that, let's have it in America. But the, <laughs> let's but move the, the final to America. But the problem
0: it would have is the problem the World Cup kind of has now. Although the World Cup still works because it's the World Cup. But like it was so great back in the day because. You'd have Man United go to Turkey and play some team that you don't know anyone who plays for that yeah. team, and Man United don't know much about the, yeah. the players. It's like, oh my god, what yeah. is anyone this can beat experience? Anybody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Whereas now it's just Real Madrid draw someone, Real Madrid win. You know, it'll be pretty comfortable yeah, for them.
1: We're not but affecting the Champions League. We just want the Europa League to have thirty-two teams played five rounds, so it's. 10 you matches. still All get you that
0: play... in the Europa League. Uh, you do realise that it starts
1: with a round of 32, quite literally. Yeah, but you have to play six <laughs> matches. Yeah, but you, can ignore...
0: you could ignore those six matches and just Everyone watch. Everyone
1: does. <laughs> exactly. Including the players that are playing in those six matches. <laughs> exactly. Who so... was it we were watching last year and they were trying to get knocked out and they couldn't get knocked out?
0: Napoli or something?
1: No, what well, they did. Uh no it was in the group series. I remember Spurs a few years ago were really trying to get knocked out
0: so what you described is what we already have
1: I want no I want knockout from 32
0: we have that
1: no we don't yeah we
0: do it starts at a round straight, of 32 straight knockout
1: it is 16 knockout 16 matches that's it no it's, 16 ties 32 well, matches well
0: it'll be 15 no because there'd be no third place playoff so it'd be an odd number because there's only one final that's how math works
1: uh no, I meant six. Like you'd have sixteen ties, and you have thirty-two teams still in, and then round round thirty-two is sixteen matches.
0: Okay, but we already have that.
1: No, we don't. We have thirty-six matches. No, but we have
0: the group stages, which you can ignore pretty easily. And no, the Europa no, League you're starts in February. You're
1: missing the point. No, Europa League start in November. This other match, this other tournament can go be going on beforehand and all the way through with all your crap that could, no you
0: actually come as a stumble of great idea oh no They're you're not both...
1: proposing that the teams go through to the
0: Europa League <laughs> no I'm not proposing that 32 straight knockout for the tertiary competition for the 6 for the what would be the Europa League group stages and then the Europa League 32 straight knockout from February the way it normally would there you go we get be- we get the extra competition and two straight knockouts and it doesn't affect the Champions League at all no. we've we send sending send,
1: in the Champions League
0: send this episode to the top well, it, wait, send but, it to Seferin send it to Infantino I think it would we like, know how to perfect Europe's competitions no but like
1: I hope they listen because the idea would be we're reducing the quantity to improve the quality
0: yeah but you know I've, I've come around to your idea we have the Europa League from February on the way we normally do. Except it's the third it's this all thirty two teams that qualify get the straight knockout, the what you're asking for, and then when what would be the group stage is replace it with a thirty two team knockout competition that would be the ter- the tertiary yeah. competition.
1: And be over by Christmas. Exactly. Yeah, I, I I'd be in favour of that as well. I'll take that. that would and people would be, be less complaining then. That
0: would be amazing. You you
1: turned me but around. You know on what's going to happen. They're going to keep it. They're probably going to increase the number of teams that are in the Europa League. Because
0: otherwise, I don't know when do we watch these tertiary. When, on like...
1: Thursday nights. <laughs> but there's already Europa League. Yeah, on. but no one cares. No, no, but because yeah, no one cares. <laughs> <That's basically laughs> there's, there's no.
0: Room. Do we put it on Friday nights? No, no, no. Yeah, that would be terrible. So I think I think we've sorted it out for you there, UEFA. come yeah, do that club World Cup. We are expecting a check in the mail. <laughs> next going
1: to Monday. Thing and it's not going to
0: matter anyway uh, that's pretty much all the the Champions League uh, talk I think is there anything anything else that we've missed let us we talked
1: about Man United recently yeah, so I have got about... your Man United talk Chelsea won again
0: yeah the, the, you know, these not are... much to say yeah. about Chelsea being born with Juneau.
1: international football new kicks are out new bands new kit is out Ireland have a new kit
0: I didn't uh, see. There's you know, the whole don't get don't get me started on what's going on with Ireland the whole mess at the moment. Rory Keane had
1: to fight with Harry Archer. Harry Archer is no longer in the side. Oh, it's so, depressing. Damien Rice or what's his name? Declan, Declan Rice. Declan Rice, not the singer Damien Rice. <laughs> uh, Declan Rice won't play for Ireland. He's probably going stick say him first. in the. Team. <laughs> this, you know, it's a mess.
0: At least Denmark are also a mess at the moment. So we have. Uh, well, if they go and
1: strike a big crack, Egypt are a mess. Yeah, there's so, three countries that yeah. are a mess.
0: Let's let's all play that's up <laughs> let's kick out up. Wales and pro- put <laughs> Egypt into put the Egypt Nations League <laughs> <laughs> yeah Garrett Dale might like
1: the African Nations Cup yeah you they know, could win they, it you know they, they
0: probably would with Garrett Dale well no they
1: probably wouldn't it's not
0: enough. you know there's a couple there's a couple there's matches on. African sites. we'll have a couple matches to talk about next week I think uh, some of will still be going on by the time we're back next Monday Is England play Spain next week that'll be fun yeah Uh
1: Italy <laughs> I think France are playing. Um, Italy played Poland there. France are playing the Netherlands, which is that weird Netherlands side that's still kind of good, but it's still awful. It at could the same be good, time. though. Yeah, but it could be awful. <laughs> yeah, but would that, that'd be good. And. Uh,
0: Denmark, Wales. So these <laughs> are pretty Denmark? bad matches. Yeah.
1: Like, this is you and your nation's cup, you know? You wanted Spain, this. Spain, Croatia could you be. You wanted
0: this. I'm all for this. Who is the Spain oh. manager? Uh, Luis Enrique. Oh yeah. Would you rather it was just? Would you rather Spain and Croatia played a friendly? Well,
1: that's what this is going to be. But their teams are going to qualify. They matter a little more than friendly, <laughs> they're so. Gonna they're both going to qualify anyway.
0: Yeah, but you got to They're going to qualify
1: through traditional means. Yeah, so it someone's,
0: someone's getting relegated here, and that's that's the interesting stuff. Is uh, Spain, in, England, Spain, or Croatia? One of those three teams gets relegated. England. Yeah, that'll be great. How great? Croatia. How great would it be that England get relegated? That's a pretty well, neat thing.
1: Well, it's like, why, why? It's not that neat.
0: <laughs> it's pretty neat.
1: No, it's not that neat. I, I, like, I don't know in this group, but I'm just thinking... No, but even if it was Spain or Croatia, like, how neat would it be, Spain relegated? You just like the word relegated. <laughs> yeah, I kind of countries don't get relegated usually, unless it's something really bad, like... Yeah, but that's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. But it's not, because it doesn't matter. No, but they, mean, If any team gets relegated, chances are it's strategic. So they could qualify easier next time round.
0: Well, maybe, but let's let... I'm, he's like, that's I, what's going to happen. If I choose count, to not be that like cynical. You should
1: choose to get relegated. If England choose... Because that's what it's going to be. Well, probably. England...
0: Gareth, sake, Southgate won't choose to get relegated. I don't
1: know. He's done it before in Middlesbrough. <laughs> that's true. You know, so maybe he could...
0: Oh, that's pretty funny. I always forget that he got relegated. It's International breath. Football Week. People enjoy the <laughs> yeah. week. Yeah, enjoy. Yeah, uh, enjoy just, the break. Enjoy. Yeah,
1: the, the, <laughs> there's no football for the next ten watch days. Watch the tennis instead. Yeah, that's pretty good. On. So, as the radio said, go Wimbledon Champion Roger Federer. What? Wait, what did they say? They just call. They kept calling him Wimbledon champion Roger Federer. Yeah, he didn't win it. I know. Oh. that's news reporting. Fake news, you know. We, we we
0: we yeah we we don't deal in those. So. We don't deal in fake news.
1: <laughs> anyway, let's close out the show. <laughs> it's gone too far already. Yeah,
0: uh, follow us on all the usual places: Instagram and Twitter and all that. Uh, subscribe to the show if you haven't done that already. Rate and review whatnot. Uh, tell family and friends because the more, the merrier. That's what we always say. So thank you for being here, Andrew.
1: Thank you for having
0: me. And thank you for listening.